This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, Lamely. Welcome to chapter five of Me, I Am a Memoir. The meaning of the meaning of Mariah Carey, where me, <laughs> I am Fab. <laughs> and me, and I am Posh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Philip Lee Curtis. Uh, welcome, darling. Huge, huge chapter for us today. Oh a lot to get through. So let's barrel straight on into those red hot me, me <sighs> moments. Not only a huge chapter, but a huge week in in Mariahville. Um, so our oh, headline: she, she is on the publicity trail. She is, oh, so and she's reminding everyone when she gets there that this is what she's here for. <laughs> Uh, so our headlines are that Mariah participated in Heroes of New York, whatever that is, where she sang a mashup of David Bowie's Heroes with mm-hmm. her song Hero and, mm-hmm. of course, Joy to the World. So that is available on the YouTubes for people to have a look. I have watched that so 822 it is, times. It is a good, it's a good yeah. little mashup. Um, and I like her little sotto voce at the start. <laughs> is that a dessert? I, um... that's, what, that's the talking bit. <laughs> oh, yes. Is that a dessert? That's what we're doing right now. I'm sort of voting too. <laughs> no, but you know when you do it like sort of voce is like when you do it like in a song and you make it sound like it's a really important part of it. Like it's I, just like I just you're not say, talking like a normal person here. I just want to say I'm really glad you're here to celebrate with me time. <laughs> <laughs> That's my sort of okay. I don't know what you're saying. Um, and seemingly out of nowhere, Mariah's cookies has launched. Don't even. I mean, I did not think this was real, but apparently it is legitimate. It's a virtual. I know. I said service. them to you, and you're like, yeah. "What is this?" I'm I like, "No, it's a real thing." I want them. I'd seen it coming up, and I thought, "Oh, someone's ripping off Mariah." Like you know, or it's some woman called Mariah who's started a cookie <laughs> business, and Mariah's got a sewer. Um, but no, it is legitimate. But there's not been a whole lot of um, the cookies mentioned on Mariah's socials. So that's why I was a little bit like, is it real? But it does apparently seem that way. And you can order them online if you're in the US. They're not available Maybe, in shops. Look, I had a look. I'm skipping ahead to uh, a future episode, but I had a look <laughs> at the credits of a particular television series <laughs> episode this week. And uh, boyfriend slash choreographer, mm-hmm. <laughs> Brian Tanaka, <laughs> Has like a creative producer credit, so maybe the biscuits is his thing. Yeah, <laughs> he's just a home baking. <laughs> While Mariah spends all day in her Christmas village. Yeah, you can have put my name on your biscuits if you want. Okay, sweetheart. These are, I'm not publicising. It's like these are delicious. How can they make me money? Uh, <laughs> but in our lead stories, we've got a couple. Mariah has participated mm. in Elle's song association, where she matched holiday songs with festive words. Mariah oh. basically just associated. All of the words with her own songs, including songs she hasn't actually written yet. Uh, <laughs> her reactions were mostly positive until she got to the word cold, which she associated with her song You're So Cold from Emotions, about which she said, I don't really like that one anymore and it's not worth listening to, really. Oh. <laughs> did you see this? I did. <laughs> I was like, oh, she doesn't like that one anymore. Was that something that she was forced to put it on? No, I just, I think, you know what it, I. Do you know what I secretly think it is? 
There's a lot of lower register in your so-called. Mm. And she does not have as much control over that part of her voice. I love anyone. that we're leaning in. We're leaning I know. In well, I don't want her to hear Or the rest of the lamb. They'll come can, for me. I'll, they'll kill you. I'm surprised I have it already. <laughs> I love her. To be you know I love her. But the lower <laughs> register is something she has lost control of in her later years. And she can't go quite that deep. Oh, suck. Sucks when you can't go that deep. You know, this. <laughs> I get the impression that there were 20 songs for emotions that weren't allowed to be on emotions. And so she started yes. putting things on there. She hated it. She's like, all right, fine. I'll put that on there. Yeah, I hate that song. I'm going to do that three times. Um, and the other little lead story is that Mariah appeared with some Aussie press mm-hmm. on Sunrise, speaking to her mate, Eddie. Um, and, and of course, like all of her press at the moment, she delved straight in there to remind everyone she has a book out and an yep. audio book and a Christmas special and the yep. rarities. And yep. she just, I have everything and please buy all of it and enjoy it. Festive. Um, <laughs> but the, the main tidbits that came from this interview were that in March, Mariah was very concerned um, that with all the panic buying, people would be buying the Christmas decorations. That was her number one concern. Please don't buy the Christmas decorations. What on earth will I do? Um, she was also very careful with all of the COVID restrictions and things, making sure mm-hmm. everything was clean. Even spraying down her treadmill, which I assume once she'd sprayed down, she just looked at. Uh, she <laughs> she runs on it in heels. Nice. You know she does the doesn't treadmill in heels. Nice. <laughs> she goes through three belts a week with those heels. Heaven. But the biggest bit of news, and I think us and the Lamley should follow suit, is that Mariah will be making on Christmas Eve her father's elegant fresh linguini. With with clam liquor. With clam liquor. <laughs> no, no parmesan. No parmesan Nazis allowed. I did say that that's what she was going to make. I was very I excited. I, and now we need the recipe. It should have. She should have included it in the book. Like that time Shannon Doherty wrote a book and put recipes in it. Oh, um, <laughs> I would write a recipe book yesterday if I could. Oh, delicious. <laughs> it would all be macaroni and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> with, with, with Parmesan or no Parmesan? Sometimes you can have Parmesan. I have like yeah. 82 recipes for mac and cheese. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, and I think that brings us to the end of Mimi Moments. need to uh, have a recap here. Uh, last last week, we had two chapters, which basically were about the same thing. Um, <laughs> everybody was racist about Mariah's dad. Yep. Uh, her school teachers with the crayons, little mm-hmm. Becky from down the block, and an entire summer camp production of Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah, fuck Becky. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually get to hear that... Um, Chapter now, so it really is huddle. I'm like, okay, huddle, sure. Yeah, it's huddle. All right, get it, go. I told you. you believe me, did you? <laughs> well, you lie to me an awful lot. So. <laughs> you look really thin. <laughs> <laughs> I did decide this week that I no longer um, acknowledge the gaining of weight. Um, in the same vein that Mariah does not acknowledge the passing of time. <laughs> I know I no longer acknowledge any numbers after one when I yeah. stand on the scale. Yeah. <laughs> I am one kilo. <laughs> Eternally one kilo. 
<laughs> one single kilo, a singular kilogram. I am but an atom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's get on to the gist. The gist. Uh, Spray us with that gist. Uh, you are going to get sprayed with the gist. Uh, Reminds me of a story the fact told that this me. is a humongous chapter, mm-hmm. I feel like the gist is very small. This week, I am not my mother. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> what not to do? <laughs> that is uh, that is pretty much all we're about to delve into while we're breaking on this chapter down. Because, uh, yeah, I know we've had glimpses of Patricia, but today we are getting a full face of Patricia. We'll go on full Patricia. Let's do it. All right, so the chapter does open with The Art of Letting Go, which you would be very excited to know that not only does Mariah sing The Art of Letting Go, she self-harmonizes. What? There's harmonies going on in this section that I'm pretty sure she did herself. (laughs) She's she's self-harmonizing in an audiobook. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh so it was, it was, she leveled up. And that, I, I was excited because I, I do love the art of letting go. And it did, this chapter certainly gave it more uh, heft. Let's you say. know, like, I don't know how you feel about like certain songs. Like, I remember sometimes the publicity around the songs more than the song. Often. When she walked into that room. Is that what you're thinking of with the fans? When, yeah, all the fans on Jimmy yeah. Fallon. Yeah. Because yes. I think you sent that to me. And oh, it was, it was so heaven. Yeah. Like they were just like, oh, we're at a listening party for Mariah. And she just like clops in in her giant shoes. Like, oh, it's like, ah! <laughs> imagine if she did that to us right now. Uh, there would be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> She'd have to step over all my mess. She wouldn't come here. <laughs> she, she might just uh, like zoom in. Yeah. Oh my God. Imagine she just turned up in the corner in the middle of one of us. <laughs> And I'd be like, I don't, I can't tell if it's me or Mariah because we're both got the same hair. She would, I'm, I'm pretty sure if she listened to this podcast, she would not know who we were. <laughs> <laughs> no, she would love us. We're fair. She would love us. What is Chin Black? What is this kid talking about? <laughs> is that that new show? Orange is the new black. Chin Orange Black. Orange is the new Chin Black. <laughs> chin Blackish. <laughs> Now, of course, not to derail this amazingly lighthearted conversation, um, but we do head pretty quickly into what Mariah calls a story of betrayal and beauty. Yes. And the the whole story to come is what Mariah says was the steepest cliff edge was learning to accept who her mother is. Um, yeah. That the many people that she's removed herself from are significant to her story, but they're not actually central to her existence. Yes. Um. So, yes, we're about to go on on a Patricia learning expedition. We find out that she is not the television mother, the Carol Brady, the Claire Huxtable. Oh, I love the Claire Huxtable. Got a run. (laughs) And Felicia Rashad gets a run later on. Who played Claire? I do love Felicia Rashad. (laughs) Claire Huxtable. Like, I love that, like, she's, there is, this is a name dropping extravaganza Mm -hmm. for a chapter that's mostly about her mother. (laughs) Yes. Mariah put the tarp down. (laughs) She, she, she's channeling me. Yeah, she just walked up to Oprah and said, "I need somebody to put a tarp, thank you, because uh, I'm about to drop some names." So uh, yeah, we, what do we start off with? The whole racist history of Illinois. Oh my god. Okay, so 
uh, early on when she's sort of establishing everything before we get to her grandmother, mm. um, Mariah's basically saying she wants her um, mother to just ask her how she is without yeah. asking for, for money. She wants that. She hopes that one day she will know me, one day she will understand me, which points out that um, does Patricia know Mariah? Is oh. that what's going on? Is, if we ask Patricia, who is Mariah? She'd say, I don't know her. Oh, do you is think it's the other way around? Do you think this is a reciprocal? Mariah oh. feels like this is a reciprocal. Well, I don't know you either. <laughs> not knowing. <laughs> but uh, yes, Patricia's uh, dad did pass away before she was even born. But mm-hmm. we do get to know a little bit about her Irish Catholic racist grandmother. Oh, man. And the entire history of the KKK in oh, Springfield, Illinois. <laughs> as soon as the Klu Klux Klan got brought into this, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, right. It is Things It is like the, It is a rather huge history. Like, it's, it's almost like she's going, okay, let me explain where my mother is from. Yeah. And let me explain where her mother is from. Yeah. <laughs> and the layers of... Like, even racism... With or prejudice within being Catholic, it's like, oh yeah, yeah. well we were we were better Irish Catholics than those Irish. Oh Catholics. yeah. <laughs> um, speaking about the nuns shaming Patricia for having a nap on the same blanket as a black boy, and oh I know. I mean, you know, in in their defence, nuns are, will shame you about everything. Yes. So it may and it's have... ironic that they are dressed entirely in black. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she does mention the two types of Irish: the the lace curtain. Irish, which she likens to the Kennedys. Yes. And then the shanty Irish. And I was kind of hoping she would give us an example of that too. <laughs> like, you know, like the shanty Irish, like the cause or just like, so, you know, like that's Bono. Yes. <laughs> the edge. <laughs> just the, the only Irish people we know. <laughs> the conspiracy theory boy one from I the cause. Know. Oh. He's probably listening. Uh, he probably is. <laughs> but yeah, basically... Looking for the secret meaning in our podcast. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there the is. secret meaning. <laughs> um, but yes, it is sort of established that Patricia grew up around this, but was a bit of a rebel. She oh. she did get involved in the civil rights movement. Well, this, was, and- this was one of the things that I wondered, because she never really says it explicitly, but she kind of implies that maybe Alfred Roy, her father, was less of a falling in love... Mm-hmm. And perhaps more of just a, this will piss my mother off. Yeah. That's kind of what I, I think the the point of that <laughs> sentence was. It wasn't for us. It was just, yeah, read that, Patricia. Yeah. It's it's pretty full on. Yeah. Um, oh, you know. <laughs> also, what was going on with Patricia saying in front of her grandchildren? I know. <laughs> I like my coffee black like my man. Yeah. You know, like, straight- sometimes I think the campness of Mariah didn't only come from the gunkles. No. <laughs> but I think, you know, straight white women think they're hilarious <laughs> when they say things like that. Not maybe realising. Like, it's, maybe it's funny at their country club. Um, but we're at Starbucks, honey. Like, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> also, it's American coffee. It's... Mm, yes, it's not, not worth writing home about. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, basically marrying Alfred Roy. Yes, it could have been seen as a as a bit of a rebellion, but um, this was seen as an abomination. Apparently, oh, I know. Um, and Horrific. Patricia was disowned. It was a whole thing. Um, and the, and her other her you know her ex brother and ex sister mm, who she doesn't oh, know didn't get to meet their maternal grandmother. No, she only Mariah. In the house. I know. Only Isn't that Mariah. 
And then, of yeah. course, when she got there, it was all, um, oh, let's do, talk about Jesus. I'll do the Lord's um, Prayer yeah. with, my, with my cat glasses on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the image of her, I'm just seeing her as Dame Edna, basically. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> the big glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to get my head around the wispy fringe. Like oh, one, yeah, one very wispy fringe. I'm seeing um, Dame Edna with Judy Dench's hair from that movie where Kate Blanchett <laughs> has sex with a school kid. Oh, that's, that could be any movie. Uh, so, uh, I mean, please be more specific. Uh, um, but yeah, Mariah um, sort of talks about Patricia um, and her career versus having a family. Oh, my um, God. And the quote the where shame. she says, I couldn't have a man. Sorry, I couldn't have a man or an unplanned pregnancy take me off my path. Suck it, Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, um, ex sister Alison doing a similar thing, and and I've got to say, like Mariah saying she filed all of these things under what not to do. I think that's very typical youngest child. Oh, it, the shade of what not to do, though the <laughs> yeah. shade of her mother saying because her mum recorded an album, and I'm going to read this quote verbatim because yeah. yes, I feel like Mariah's gone to the library and read her mother. <laughs> This is nasty shit. It's like, did she think a record company would suddenly discover her? This is one of many miscalculations that as a child I observed my mother make and placed in a file labelled, what not to do. It's pretty shady, isn't it? (laughs) What I was trying to figure out was, did Patricia just go off and record it by herself? You know, without a label. I, I, I didn't quite... Yes. I guess you can. Like you could. Like well, she do. was in the music industry. <laughs> she was a, you know, she was an opera yeah. diva. So oh, we'll learn more about that. Pretty. Soon. <laughs> um, so yes, of course. After they visit old Nan, who we don't get a name for, um, no. and I, I've just been calling her Granny KKK. <laughs> I've disappeared under the webcam screen. <laughs> So we've got Parmesan Nazi and... (laughs) Parmesan Nazi and Granny KKK. Oh, my God. Look, I think it's amazing that Mariah is as well-adjusted as she is, given Parmesan Nazi and Granny KKK in her life. (laughs) We then move on to Mariah moving into what was called the shack. Um, you've, You've skipped a bit. Oh, have I? What have I skipped? You have skipped her humble brag about rescuing the. Oh no, that's coming up. Oh, I thought that was. I thought that was post shack. I think it's mentioned. I don't know. It's Mariah. It's a stream of consciousness. The shack is Um, inside. But yes, she's basically (laughs) yes. She's moved into the shack, the crap house by the water. But yes, she then she then um, I can't speak now. You threw me off. Um, I'm sorry. (laughs) But no, she she does massive humble brag about yes rescuing Marilyn Monroe's Marilyn Monroe's piano, her white baby girl. When this story started, I was like, what the fuck is Mariah talking about? Suddenly, this is a Marilyn Monroe biography. I don't understand what's happening. You know what I thought? uh, But until we got to the humble brag right at the end. Yes. (laughs) The little moment of, oh, yeah, and I just bought it at the auction. Because it was like, I was like, well, I'm glad you're showing us you're working out. You've gone, I've read a few memoirs and biographies <laughs> just to show I know what I'm doing here. Like while writing this book, I haven't just decided I'm going to do this and not have read anything before. I've read this one. Um, <laughs> and then just casually, yeah, and I bought that piano. I rescued yeah. it. Yeah. From Christie's. From, from Christie's auction, which cost, and she spent way too much money on it by the sounds of it. <laughs> Oh, I can only imagine. I want to go back and find when when it last sold. 
Oh, we yeah. I'm sure we could. A lot of, well, it was, what was it, 99 or something? Like, did she say I remember? She only said. been a few years into her career. It wouldn't have been that long. Oh, I, can we do it? Yeah, I'll look it up now. <laughs> <laughs> It's what um, I do at my job. I look up things. That's true. <laughs> Hard. Um, and the... Hang on. Oh, I couldn't believe that Marilyn had an autobiography. Oh, like, yeah. And in my head, all I could think of was that she came back to write it after she died so that she could talk <laughs> about that whole chapter. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe I died. Oh, dear. That's what uh, I'm going to do in my Mariah, autobiography. Mariah paid $600,000. Oh. In 1999. Oh, okay. Which uh, would be worth a lot more now. Mm. I could look that up too if you want. Yes. <laughs> <Do it. laughs> inflation, darling, inflation. Um, $600,000 in 1999 is equivalent to, whoa, $940,000. So nearly a million dollars. Which in Australia is nearly $2 million. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I, I have like nine of Marilyn Monroe's pianos. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but we do get a little bit of, of love for Patricia where Mariah starts to talk about some of the things they did together, which was often yeah. singing. There were always mu- musicians around and Patricia never forced, but de- definitely encouraged Mariah yeah. to, to sing. And, and there was a lot of jazz happening. And she does mention the song Lullaby of Birdland, which mm-hmm. we have covered in our Rarities episode out now on Apple And I do TV love Plus. that Mariah pointed out just how hard that song is to sing. And she was owning yes, it at the age I'm of all talk. over it. <laughs> <laughs> and I also love that she was hanging out in jazz clubs at night when she was like 10. Well, as, I as think that was part of her thing of like, well, you know, her mum wanted to still have a career and didn't want to let her kid get in the way. So she just yeah. dragged her kid to her career. <laughs> just be part of this now, darling. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but something else that Patricia did instill was the, the idea of not if I make it, but when I make it, which is mm. a nice, you know, thing to encourage your children. It's not if, but when. Um, yes. But Mariah sort well. of said that <laughs> some of Patricia's friends were what made living in those little shitholes a bit better. We got to yeah. meet Sunshine. Sunshine who, with the double ponytail. <laughs> yes. And who got Mariah a lamb cake. Oh, my I God. Know. That's a very big deal in the audiobook. Lamb. So we love Sunshine. She got it. She's the beginning of the lamely. Um, <laughs> but I also love that when she brought Mariah clothes in, in junior high that Mariah thought were too childish, she just had a full diva tantrum and was like, no, I'm not going to wear those shit young people clothes. That's oh. it. Sunshine. The sun has set on our relationship. <laughs> and get out of my face. <laughs> So she never, she she did say she, so it's kind of the first time Mariah's mentioned any regrets in the book, but she does mm. sort of regret how that went down. And I, I wonder, I hope Sunshine is out there somewhere. Hearing this. Living her best it. life. Yeah, probably listening to our podcast, it, let's be real. It, it is <laughs> It is a weird thing that teenage girls go through where it's just, you know, everyone becomes a diva at some age and it's a, you know... Mariah has, I think, gone, okay, I have to grow out of being a diva, but everyone seems to enjoy it when I do it. So (laughs) how do I fold that into my life? (laughs) (laughs) Just subtly in every minute of every day and everything I do. (laughs) Now, we do get to a particularly uh, difficult section where we start talking about Patricia's men. 
a oh. choice in men. Or as I call them, Francois and other dickheads. Yes. <laughs> I did write the quote. But before we delve into the men, Mariah says, some of the names have been changed to protect the dickheads. And I did have to rewind on the audiobook to say, is that what she just said? Because <laughs> it's not, you don't hear Mariah curse very often. No. Um, I mean, so, GTFO. How about you? <laughs> You're a dickhead. Um, <laughs> also, I've always found dickhead to be a very Aussie kind yeah. of term. I don't, I don't, haven't really heard anyone use dickhead in. I mean, I think Americans use it in a more nasty way. We use it in a like, nah, hey, dickhead. bloody dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas hers would be dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> You're the head. of... Of a penis, <laughs> which frankly I don't, I don't have an issue with. Anyway. No, no, I'm fine. Um, <laughs> uh, is it a helmet or a hoodie? We don't know. Yeah, um, but Francois being <laughs> accused of being the father of Morgan. Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Francois being very much. Oh, he's the rich man. He's going to save us. You know. Oh blah, yeah. Blah, blah. Um, I had a friend whose mum. Raised her two daughters to just find a rich man. Like, that's all they were taught. Oh, wow. Like... How'd they go? How is Brim? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) I did Celebrity Splash with Brim. and (laughs) And she turned up in an Aston Martin once. And I was like, oh, man, I'd suck off Jeffrey for an Aston Martin. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it just made sense to me in that moment. (laughs) (laughs) Like, up till then, I was like, what is wrong with her? She's such a lovely girl. And she's just like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Also, you know, like, I was trying to explain this to someone one day. Like, Bryn Edelston had, like, she. everyone thought she was a little bit odd. And I worked out one day, she's shy. Like, all of that makeup and all of the artifice, it's like she's trying to build herself like something to hide behind so mm-hmm. you don't l- see her even though you, it makes you look at her more like but yes. yeah she's weirdly shy and once i worked that i was like oh you're just a sweet girl like you just a, yeah yeah i think anyway. it's it's quite common in, in particularly that that kind of style of makeup the heavy makeup i'm watching yeah. beauty and the geek at the moment oh, and it's very geek. much along those lines a lot of the girls had to go to a, a bar and be dressed really dowdy oh. um, next to a lot of girls who were very done up. And they had yeah. to, the competition was to get as many drinks as, as they could. And they, they didn't do very well. And at the end of it, they were like, oh my God, if I, if this is how it felt, which it, most people feel that way when they go to a bar, mm. um, they're like, we wouldn't go out. So we don't blame these guys for not having that confidence to, to go yeah. up to people. But yeah, yeah, a lot of that kind of, I'm going to dress up and present something. Yeah. Uh, which is a kind of a little bit Mariah, you know, like yeah. presenting perfection. Um, yep. And inside she's only 99.99999% perfect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a lot of what's to come in this chapter sums up, you know, the, the, the almost insane drive that she has. Yes. Uh, but yes, let's let's barrel on. Yeah, where, back where to Francois, to? shall we? Francois um, and the dickheads. <laughs> so yes, um, so the rich guy coming back into their life after the yeah. divorce, and Mariah was all excited. They were like, "He's you know you know going to be amazing. I'm going to be so nice." And then him walking in and just basically treating Mariah like shit, demanding to see his quote unquote son. Mm. Which, if you actually look at a picture of Alfred Rory 
and yeah. Morgan, you will see he is clearly his son. Yeah. Like, Morgan. I don't even understand. And then well, she does sort say of... that even in the chapter. She's like, he has all of his features. Like, yeah. <laughs> he looks nothing like Francois. Yeah, Francois. Um, although, actually... Francois's uh, yeah. hole. <laughs> if, <laughs> if Francois is still alive, I will marry him for an Esther Martin. Um, <laughs> then we had a brief mention of Leroy, who promised to protect them from Morgan with a gun. No. No, Morgan mm. is still a child probably at this yeah. point. Like, he's a teenager, but still, no, no need no need for it's packing like, heat. No, no, I've got this. I'll <laughs> just shoot everyone. It's fine. No. Um, but that brings us to Henry, which... Uh, <laughs> this was an interesting one because Mariah described him as being quite nice. He loved yes. to garden, particularly yes. plants that were not necessarily legal at the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> um and of course, you know, he, he sort of gave Mariah a little bit of that stability that she was yeah. yearning for. She and, talks about and Morris um, the cat. The Morris the cat stole so, from him. Which exactly that's exactly what I wrote. I said got Mariah a cat, but she liked his better, so she stole it and called it Morris. Yes. Um but he and paid for her to go to summer camp, the performing yes. arts. And she and, spent a lot of her special time on the swing over the garbage. <laughs> yes. Which apparently she says she recreated in the Vision of Love video Sans the Garbage. Sans she, garbage. She didn't want she wanted it to be honest, but not bleak darling um, but I was I, I went and looked at the video I was like well, what I didn't quite it's get it's just in this the there's like a there's, no there's a swing is there a swing I maybe I missed it I was too busy it's, looking at it <laughs> it's like a brief moment but there's okay. like a yeah there's a swing Mostly it's her standing she... in the big window. Yes, yeah. Yes. Um, I thought, oh, maybe she's gotten herself confused with her own self No, you've got to watch the full length. Okay. Unexpurgated. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's a swing. It's like one of those rope swing things. Yeah. I do love a rope swing. I was just thinking it would always be my baby. Um, it's, there's oh, a more prominent weird. swing. That, that is a very prominent um, swing. <laughs> we love a prominent swing. Me, I am a prominent swing. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, of course, this all seemed quite lovely until one day Patricia said, we can't stay here anymore. Oh. And Mariah walked in to see Henry holding a shotgun, double-barreled in his hand, saying he wouldn't leave them. He'd chop them up. Sorry, he wouldn't let them leave. He'd chop mm. them up and put them in the refrigerator so they couldn't leave. Yeah, mm. healthy, this is a, healthy yeah, mm. male attitude towards women leaving. Uh... My f- concern was this might be one of the worst things that happened in Mariah's life, and I'm not sure she sees it that way. Uh, <laughs> based on what we've been told so so far, that obviously the violence and the racism is is quite in there, quite deep. You know, we've the not most, had a shotgun. You know, the most horrifying part of this, and possibly. You know, like a lot of this chapter is quite damning of Patricia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last chap- last chapter we had uh, Patricia waiting for Becky to freak out about the yeah. dad and then drive off again. Uh, Patricia, they're going, I forgot Morris, the cat. And she's like, okay, go back in. I Careful. My, Careful. My note of there. that was Mariah was like, I'm not going anywhere without my cat and went back inside. And Patricia was like, yeah, cool, babes. Pack me a bag, will ya? Um <laughs> But it's true. It's like, what on earth are you doing? Like, just careful. Like, that's not. Yeah, yeah just watch out. You know, you he's don't got a shotgun and just said shot he was... by the gun. He was going to chop you up and put you in the fridge. Yeah, like, don't oh. let her go back in and get the cat. <laughs> I know. Oh, all right. Um, is, there, but it, is there part of Patricia going, oh, if I get rid of this kid, maybe things will be... Probably. Get that album going. Oh, um, get that album going. <laughs> the record the company shade, will finally see me. <laughs> now, Mariah does say she never saw Henry again, but of course she somehow found out 
that when Vision of Love was on the radio, he wound down his window and screamed, she made it, she made it. Now, is this just something you think Mariah's dreamed up and gone, that's probably what happened? I... I, I I would love to think it was, but I kind of suspect because she was like, because she talks about living in all these uh, all these big houses like uh, down the back. So you, Henry worked for a larger estate, and they were living in a small little house. So maybe she has somewhere in her travels met someone who lived in the big house, sure, and said, <laughs> oh. Were you that little kid with Henry? Oh, yes, that's right, because he said the other day, he said he was screaming out the window. You know. <laughs> or someone's told her that story to make her feel better about herself instead yeah. of the fact it's that, It's a fun you know, story. Henry ended it all after they left. Yeah. <laughs> He's in the fridge. He had, Henry, he had the shotgun ready the to go. <laughs> now, speaking of big houses, Mariah does mention watching Mummy Dearest and Don't wanting even. Jane Crawford's house. I love that that's what she got from that movie. Oh, Don't. that's a nice house. Don't even. <laughs> the plastic on the furniture in that house is one of my favourite things in the entire world. <laughs> Just makes me think of Sylvia Fine. <laughs> so the plastic on the furniture, um, moisturising her elbows, putting her face in ice water. <laughs> <laughs> But what a lovely house. What a lovely house. Oh, sure, a- she beat her children with a coat hanger. But this is what a place. lovely house. Mm. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe what Mariah was going through, she thought, well, I'm already kind of going through that shit. At least I'd have a nice fucking house. I'd have a nice house. Like- <laughs> <laughs> have you seen, like, I love Mummy Dearest, but it's it's ridiculous. Um, oh, my God. When she's playing her own daughter in the soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like a Moira Rose reference. Have you seen it, Mummy Dearest? Not for a long time. Oh, so good. Um, <laughs> but the Feud miniseries where Jessica Lang plays. Oh, I've, not, I've got Joan it, Crawford. but I've not watched it yet. <gasps> Again, so many glorious moments of shade <laughs> <laughs> and plastic on the furniture. <laughs> good. Yes. <laughs> Now, Mariah, before getting to sort of what she sees as the moment that caused a bit of a rift early on, Mm. um, describes Patricia as as the beauty and the beast and that it took her a really long time to come to terms with the fact that these two entities live in the one person and Mm -hmm. it wasn't until she was older that she really saw the neglect that that was taking place throughout her youth, which, I mean, reading it, it's like, there it is. There it is. Um, And there it is there. And that man's got a shotgun and you let her go back inside. There's some more there. Oh, there's not (laughs) enough room in the fridge. Oh, shit, what am I going to do? Now, at 14, uh, they were in the car and and listening to to some music and and there was uh, Somebody's Watching Me where Michael Jackson's singing that little chorus. I remember that song very, very well. Yes. And and Patricia decides to sing that part of of the song Mm. in a more operatic style as she's wont to do. As she would. That is how she sings. You need to know that Mariah does do this in the audiobook. Oh, she doesn't. Somebody's watching me. (laughs) That's like shade on shade on shade. It's like a a big pile of shade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but then, of course, you know, Mariah tried not to have a little giggle, which we do when our parents are being a little bit embarrassing. Can I tell you the embarrassing thing that I do at work? Which, is, <laughs> which one? <laughs> oh, one of many. Um, I do like to sing Mariah's GTFO at yes. the top of my lungs at work <laughs> in the style of Julie Andrews. <laughs> 
How about you get the fuck out? Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. How about you? I could do it for hours. Like, can you do the verse? <laughs> what? Can you do the verse? No, that's all I do. Just the oh. chorus. <laughs> over and over again. It's that or I slip in into uh, Nicole Kidman singing anything from. You know, Nicole sings just like a tiny bit flat. Like just a just a half, <laughs> just the tiniest bit of flatness. Like she's like, "Come what may, <laughs> I will love you." Do you know? I actually did try once to do a parody of Missy Higgins, where I just went really, really Aussie. But then when I watched it back, it just sounded even more like Missy Higgins. Like <laughs> it sounded more sincere. But yeah. I what's I can I do. Um, Oh, well, we, we'll be here all day, but I can sing Love is the Drug as Cher. Uh, <laughs> I do a lot of things as Cher. Yeah, I can do it's almost natural anything as... I can do almost anything as Anastasia. Oh, yes, And I, I can sing the national Slash anthem. Slash um, Yes, I can sing the national an- the American national anthem as Britney Spears. <gasps> oh, heaven. <laughs> That's for another podcast. How um, about you? <laughs> Um, now, of course, when, when Patricia saw Mariah stifling a laugh, this was oh. simply too much. And she basically says, whatever, bitch, you can't sing. You're also adopted and I hate you. <laughs> no, um, she does. <laughs> what she says is like really that. full on. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, like, you, <laughs> you, you, oh, you should hope to be half the half. singer I am. <gasps> and oh, do you know what I love? That Mariah still has not let go of this moment. So, A, she's brought it up. And then, B... As soon as she brings up that moment, spends the next six pages name dropping Pavarotti and Leontine Price know. and the biggest opera stars she can find. Oh yeah, and the fact that Leontine <laughs> sent her a letter that was basically like, "Yes, I know your mother, but you're awesome, babe. <laughs> I love you." <laughs> but things, the chapter sort of comes to an end where where Mariah sort of says that Patricia made her feel like the competition in that moment. Yeah. Um, and that did sort of make her feel like she was being put in her place. Yes. Um, and it's not that that was the first time that that had happened, but it was because of the person who did it being her mother. Uh, yeah, it's oh man, it's really full on. Like it's 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 a di- it's kind of a difficult thing dealing with your parents because you don't know that they're human. <laughs> Until, yeah. until you're, you know, as Mariah has pointed out, like, you know, her her response is to, you know, deal with her children in a way she wishes her mum had dealt with her, essentially, mm-hmm. like the unconditional love and the... But, you know, Mariah might be doing things with her kids now, not realising that she's, you know, doing the same kinds of things that Patricia was doing. Well, like, when she says, come on, kids, let's get in the fridge. You know, it's... <laughs> Yes, it's because she's got a cool room ready with snow for Christmas, but it's still a little concerning. <laughs> but, you know, like when when she says, no, I don't want to be on your TikTok to her kid, like... Sure, yeah. Is that is that in time going to... Is that is that going to be a thing that comes back and haunts her But, son? I mean, that's... that's uh... Parents, you know, you know yeah. no matter what, yeah, they're still gonna have like we're like all that. adults. We're all we all have foibles and problems, but you know, you when you realise that your parents are not perfect, is a difficult 
thing to get like to get over. Yeah, it's. And I think we pretty much spend our twenties undoing all the damage of our childhood. Yeah, or Fun. just doubling down. Yes, yeah, that is true. Yeah, we see you, Alison. Um. <laughs> like one of the things, like one of the things my mum used to say to me, which you know the like Mariah kind of says, "Oh, I wish." She had you a Merry en- Christmas. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mariah says, I wish my mum had been more encouraging and more, mm-hmm. you know, kind of instead of being competition, had been like pushing her a bit more. Um, my mum used to say, whenever I said I wanted to be a writer, oh, but you'll need a real job to fall back on. Like, I'm like, but it is a real job, yeah. <laughs> isn't it? Like, people do it, it probably like, wasn't for her. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's, she, I was like. People, people are writers. That's their job. She's like, yeah, but you know, you might need <laughs> something. You, you're no good. Yeah, why, don't you be a, why don't you be a carpenter? Oh <laughs> my god! I just have like just holes through every bed of my hands. <laughs> glory holes. <laughs> you just—that's what you do. You install glory holes in, yeah, in every bathroom across my the nation. Tools. <laughs> But I think that does bring us to the end of breaking it on down. Do you, do you feel we've covered the chapter? I we we have, although we didn't mention uh, my favourite part of the entire oh. chapter, which well, is just a recap of the the glorious career of Irene Cara. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> and how Mariah sang out here on my own and meant it more than she did, <laughs> and, and won a trophy, of course. <laughs> Did, did Irene win a trophy for that song? I don't think so. No, no. Um, well, she won, she won a lot of for the other next song. Th- yeah, but, for other things, but, but, other, not, that but one, not for that, that song. Not particular Mariah song. No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's got pride of place on top of Marilyn Monroe's piano. <laughs> it was like Irene Cara trophy of my Marilyn Monroe. Piano. Yes. <laughs> uh, should we dive into a little Mariah meatiness? Yes. Mm, Mariah. Now, last week we did two chapters, Colouring Outside the Lines and Huddle. Huddle. Uh, For Colouring Outside the Lines, I gave that a seven, as did Fab. Mm. And the Lamley, of course, gave that infinity, because why wouldn't they? (laughs) Why wouldn't they? And for Huddle, I gave that an eight, as did Fab. We were in sync last week. Mm -hmm. Um, And the Lamley also gave that infinity, with a huge uh, voting pool of one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) When did you put that online? Like two minutes ago. (laughs) No, one of them I did during the week. No, the I other know. one I did last night. But no, the, we've obviously there are Lamley listening, but obviously not big Twitter fans, well, and no. it's the only place I seem to be able to figure out how to do a bloody poll. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, for light of my life, what uh, meatiness? What Mariah meatiness score have you given this chapter? <sighs> Look, it is. There's a lot of Mariah in this chapter. There's a lot of name dropping. Uh, there's a the. She's rescued a piano. She loves my meat. Like there is so much. Like I, there's a lot. I think I think I'm gonna go to infinity. You're going to infinity. I'm going to infinity for the first time. Have I, is it's, it my first no, time? You, no, no, you've done it before. I've done infinity before. What am you I did doing? it for the gunkles. Oh, the gunkles, of course. How could you forget? <laughs> as soon as Mummy Dearest came up, I'm like yeah. infinity. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do have to say that I am very much in agreement, and I will be giving my first number one to infinity to this chapter. 
Well, she almost lost me when she started rambling about Marilyn Monroe's piano. But no. once she brought it back going, but P.S. I have it. I bought um, it. It came back. But I agree. <laughs> I mean, Mummy Dearest, the KKK, we've got the Lord's oh. Prayer. Like, we've oh, got people KKK being chopped up in fridges. I love it. Everything happened in the this. The swing on the shit pile. This is like a whole book in and of itself, this oh chapter. Oh my goodness. I was scared to tackle it and how to write notes about it because, oh. I mean, yes, we've had some um, quite serious themes in previous chapters. And, and there's, and there's quite, some quite serious things in this. Yes. Um, but I think the the scope of it, it was sort of like, I felt like for Morgan and Alfred Roy in particular, stories were sprinkled throughout chapters a little yes. bit. We did get little bits of them in other um Episodes. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but this is our whereas, first big Patricia moment. Yeah, up until now, Patricia was just the opera singer. The um, opera singer who waited for Becky to freak out. <laughs> yeah. And I'm now waiting to see if if we're going to get a little Alison action in, uh, in the next chapter well, or so. I, the next chapter, Dandelion T, uh, I believe Dandelion is Alison's nickname. <gasps> Heaven. So I'm, I'm fairly sure. <laughs> okay. Well, see, I didn't know that, so I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's hit up the remix. Now, um, if you were Mariah or indeed someone else in this chapter, what would you have done differently? Well, it's it's too hard to... I know I keep saying this all the time, but it's too hard to extricate the positive things that come out of negative situations it's like you go well if you re if you remixed this would we still have the mariah we have Um, just assume for this purpose yes (laughs) 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 for this exercise yes she would have ended up the same i think i've if i if i if i was going to remix anything it would be look men with with lethal weapons is probably not a good thing to have in your life and more than one of them. More than one of them with, mm. a, with a gun. But this, that's hard because, I mean, we are in Australia where guns are not... As, yeah, I guess. You're not seen. I've only ever seen a gun on a police officer and it freaks me out when yeah. I see it. But oh, in, my dad in had the a, US, it's, a sort it's, of shotgun, but he was a criminal. Oh, that's fine. Uh. <laughs> um, whereas, yeah, in the US, it is quite common for people to have a handgun in mm. the house and, and it not be a big, big deal. Obviously, gun safety is important. But, yeah. um, you know, you could have people who are perfectly... Um, rational people who look after uh, their weapons and saw them safely and all of that. But yeah, uh, but I'm I, just wondering... I like, like, these are not those people. I'm just wondering if, you know, with my own self, like if, if my mum was more encouraging, would I have maybe... Would I not be doing what I'm doing for a living now? Hmm. Or would I still be being... Would I be a professional writer that didn't spend every day wondering if it was all going to end because then I should go and get a real job. Like, I'm nearly 50 <laughs> and I still have that feeling every day of like, oh, God, this is all going to end tomorrow. So I Wait, better... nearly? I, I... <laughs> Didn't you already turn 50? No, not for another oh. month. Oh, my God. No, I thought, I thought last year. I thought it was... I thought no, you said it was your 50th. My 21st, 29th next oh, month. Oh, <laughs> okay. I better get my uh, performance ready. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's it's one of those things it's like i yeah like i don't know where i would be and like i don't know where mariah would be would she have been that driven if she mm. didn't see her mama's competition 
See, part of me, I, I agree and I understand that feeling as well, where it's like, for all the shit I've been through, it kind of made me more determined to be like, yeah. I'll show them. But, but at the same time... you have to go through it. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, though, I've always been... Uh, I've had this weird self-belief of like, oh, I do what I want. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe even if everything would have been fine, I'd have the exact same attitude. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. I was born a diva. <laughs> <laughs> some divas are made some of us are born uh, <laughs> when you came out you parted the curtains and did a number mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, if I was like you it was a Shirley Bassey song um, yeah no, that used to be like was my, one of my oldest bits of stand up when I first started I remember. Um, you know it's hard to it's, you can't come out of the closet when you're poor because you know, when you don't have a closet, you only got a clothes rack. They can pop the clothes like a curtain to a fabulous Shirley Bassey number. <laughs> no, I do remember that one. Um, now, so my remix, similar to yours, is is basically if I was Patricia, I probably would have either stopped Mariah from going into the house or said, you know what, darling, I'll get the cat. I'll get the um, cat. Yes. Oh my and, god. But more, more on the lighter note. Uh, if I was Mariah, I would have sent Patricia a framed copy of Leontine Price's letter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no note, just a casual frame arriving on your doorstep. Here you go. Um, put that up in the good room. Plus, also, what, what, what a, what a own your mother moment of like. Anyway, Pavarotti sang my song. <laughs> Yeah, and someone more successful than my mother with the same vocal coach really likes me. <laughs> now, how about a little bit of Can Take That Away, Mariah's Lesson. Mm, can take that away. Oh, Mariah's Lesson. Okay, what so this is I'm I'm bringing us back to the start of the episode now. What I have t- to take away, my lesson: you're not your mother. Yeah, you are your own person. You don't have to be what she tried to make you. Because you know what my 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 theory is that mums are afraid of their kids becoming adults because they lose control of them. Mm-hmm. And that you know, as a teenager, you start to rail against your parents, and it's about it's this knowledge of like this small person becoming a a big person it's a reminder of how old you're getting which is not okay for someone in showbiz (laughs) how dare you (laughs) um and i think it's like there's a i think it's a subconscious thing of like constantly trying to push them back into the kid box as if Mm -hmm. to go like i feel like i know this was a a terrible moment for mariah and her mum but when she said, you know, you wouldn't be half the singer that I am, is her mum basically going, please don't grow up because there is a superstar about to pop out of this little kid yeah. and that's going to be an adult. And the, like, if I, whatever I can do, as terrible as this inspiration was to do this, I think it was a moment of, I just want you to be a little kid for another day, yeah, another be. week or another... I don't know. I don't think it was a conscious thing. I think it's a very subconscious thing that happens, but... I feel like it's just, you know, parents sometimes do terrible things when they're trying to stop their kids growing up because it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's terrifying as an adult, as we find out. (laughs) Yes. And I also think, you know, it depends on your 
your, I suppose, philosophy around parenting and your purpose for having children. Some people have children knowing that they're going to be independent and yeah. it's just about kind of trying to set them up the best they can. Yes. Um, whereas other people have children to fulfill their own hopes and dreams, which never works um, as, as can be seen many times over in history. Oh, and but, also, uh, you know, we, I know it's, we've brought them up a couple of times, but Patricia has clearly failed twice already in parenting. Mm. And this is her third go around. Says us, expert parents. <laughs> but not like the they. Neither of them seem to want to live with her. Like mm. they much prefer living with their dad or being independent. Yeah. And yeah, you just have to wonder. Well, is she, you know, trying to keep Mariah as a kid because the yeah. other two were. We're bad adults. <laughs> I can't do it. Again. I can't fuck up again. Um, so my lesson, I mean, the real lesson of, of the whole story is just to not like, let people put you down, really. Yeah. But if you um, want to buy Marilyn Monroe's piano, you go ahead and fuck you go buy. and do it. Um, but I also think that um, it's also that people in relationships can be more than one thing. Yes. Um, so that you know, someone in your life maybe both good and bad for you. Um, it's sort of one thing to remove someone who is just violent or dismissive of, of you and, and your yeah. hopes and dreams, but it's much tougher when it's someone who is really important to you, who created you. Um, yeah. And so how can the person who is is sort of the most reckless in my life and, and sort of set me up for these not so great you know, situations um, also be kind of the most important person to me and how do I reconcile that? And I don't know if there is an answer, but I think that's the lesson that maybe there isn't an answer. It's Mm. just about, well, how do I come to terms with this, this, the beauty and the beast, as she said. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's my little lesson. We've taken away a lot from this episode. So much. Can't take all of it away. (laughs) Um, Especially the cat. Um, (laughs) Now, uh, I, I dare broach the the subject of the I don't know hers. Oh, there's such a I list. I have a list. Who, who do we not know? For me, I, I I don't think we know Patricia's mother. I think she's a, a no-no. Oh, Granny she's KKK. A, KKK. We uh, don't know. Granny KKK. We don't know her. Uh, we certainly don't know any of Patricia's boyfriends, even the one that Mariah says is good. Francois, um, the dickheads, and Henry yeah. with a shotgun. Don't know yeah. them. Don't know them. Leroy um, and his pistol. Don't know him. Patricia may not know Mariah, but <laughs> I think we know a little more about Patricia now. I think we do know a lot about yeah. Patricia now. I mean, it's not I feel like I don't know her. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's almost like I don't know all of her. Yeah. You know, it's it's complicated. And maybe there'll be more to come on this. And I, you know the other thing I love? I love that Mariah is constantly editing her past in like I feel like this book is just her putting the things back in that she's taken out, like the vision of love swing and going, Oh yeah, I did the that's what it looked like, but without the garbage dump. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and here is the book, she's like, There was a garbage dump there. Yeah. <laughs> it stank, but I sat on the swing anyway and I loved it. <laughs> With my cat. <laughs> it's kinda of, it's true, filling in the gaps. <laughs> Uh, so 
next episode, uh, it will be a bonus episode. Yes, of uh, course. We are going to be watching the magical Christmas special that Mariah Carey has produced for the Apple TV Plus. Um, which it sounds like maths. Are you okay with it? Are you going to be okay with watching maths uh, television? Well, we'll, we'll find out. Um, <laughs> Apple TV edition. I might have to write a book about it. <laughs> but uh, after our bonus episode, in uh, two weeks' time, we'll be having a sip of dandelion tea, Ooh, which nice. is, I'm suspecting, Alison's time to... I don't know if shine's the right I word. Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, Alison might be in the garbage dump that she was swinging over. She might be, have too much tarnish for shining. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, next Mariah Monday will be a bonus episode as we troll through every Festivity. last diva spectacular moment in Mariah's magical Christmas special. <laughs> I cannot wait. I wish we could do it now. Oh, all right. Big air kisses, darling. <laughs> mwah, mwah. Goodbye, Lamely. Bye, Lamely. Me. Me.